0: Hello, everyone. We're back with you today. I'm glad you're tuning in. We are continuing um, a part two of a recent episode. Should have been last week's episode with Angie Juniper.
1: Thanks, Carolyn, for having me back. I love being here with you in our
0: conversations. I appreciate you being here. I love it, too. We had talked last week about soul ties your heritage um it was so interesting too to me i love stories like this the only thing that could have made it better was a photo album i love photo albums and going way way back you know when photo albums were a thing Yes. now it would be photos on your telephone but literally going to a photo album and seeing people and hearing about who they are and how they impacted your life is one of my Very favorite things to do. We had talked last week about your upbringing in Oceana was the one in Brenton.
1: It was Brenton, yeah. Not so much Oceana. That was a rival school area. But the the conglomerate of um, that area, um, just I throw out a bunch of names so people can at least get an idea. Yes, of the Uh, location. Yeah, but it was Brenton, West Virginia. And I went to school at Baileysville High School.
0: Baileysville.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like we were the Baileysville Rough Riders.
0: It's <laughs> <That's> funny. I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love it. A good three hours from here. Um, so glad that you ended up making. Your roots here in Huntington, West Virginia, and our paths crossing. Continuing with that conversation from last week and your heritage, we went through your grandma Miller is some of my favorite stories because she impacted you. And you talking about her making hot dog sauce, how many times have you made hot dog sauce and taken it to the ball fields or to uh, potluck dinners whenever you've gone? So, her stuff is living on Mm -hmm. through you.
1: Yeah. One of the things that we, my sister and I, made sure that we did was uh, we had Grandma write um, her recipes down on uh, recipe cards. And so she and I do have it's like a little photo album of Grandma's recipes and the chili sauces in there. Uh, And yeah, I've made it a lot. And, you know, when Evan was in Little League uh, and, Sam was president of Height Saunders Little League, and we (laughs) ran the concession stand. We made lots of hot dog sauce, and we used my grandma's recipe.
0: I bet. You know, um, I know little things that you do because I get to work with you and experience some of the ways that I like getting close to you at Christmas to get gift ideas. You do some amazing gifts, especially for your sister and people in your family. That would be a wonderful thing. You know, the memory books we've done, the hardcover books that you could get through um, what is the company that does those? Yeah, there's various ones on yeah, I had made one for things. Rich those that those recipes, yeah, that's a great idea. would be a great digital book to mm-hmm. do that could go extend beyond mm-hmm. your family, but it would be so special to your family, right?
1: Yeah. one of the things I do have other than the recipes because you want it in their writing, uh-huh, right yes. is and I don't. I don't remember giving this book to my grandmother, uh, Grandma Miller, but at some point in my life, probably after I got married, I took this little leather bound brown book uh, and I gave it to her as a gift. And I said, Grandma, I just want you to write me letters in or write me things in this um, in this book. And um, after she passed away, um, my they were cleaning out um, her home and going through her things, and my mother got me found this little brown book, and there's a letter in it for me in the beginning that just says that you know, Grandma, just write me mm-hmm. letters or tell me tell me your wisdom. Mm-hmm. And we I didn't even know that she had written in it ever until after she passed away. But it's so filled with beautiful, uh, I mean, scripture and just. Poems and quotes that she would give me, things that she would say to me. um, And I have that as well. And it's on my hutch in my dining room. uh, And I am so grateful
0: to have that. I would love to see that sometime. What a – oh, my goodness. That's – I'm speechless. That is so precious. My mother-in-law and her mother wrote in their Bibles – and when i i never really been around people growing up that wrote in their bibles people highlight them in them but my mother-in-law she will she's so one year we bought her we bought granny smoot a bible and we and my mother-in-law i think has it it was her mother And um, we bought my mother-in-law a Bible several years ago, and I let everyone know that when she passes, which I pray is another, you know, many, many years from now, but when she does pass, that Bible comes right back to me because of the writings inside, and she's written me, Lots of little cards, and <clears throat> she's quite expressive that way. Um, but, you know, the Bible in and of itself is rich mm-hmm. in so many ways. But when someone adds their own thoughts and interpretations to it in the margins, it just takes it up a whole nother it does level of special right
1: it just brings us back to that where we got last week which was to those soul ties right these that link you and tie you to people, yes. right? And that spiritual heritage that's so important to you and I both, mm-hmm. uh, because again, it links us to the gospel, it mm-hmm. links us to uh, Jesus, it links us to God the Father and the Holy Spirit. It just is such a, a link and a connection to something that's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this book that I have that my grandmother wrote in that I didn't know she had written in uh, is on a hutch in my um Uh, dining room that's from my granny we haven't talked a lot about my granny and uh, I know we're kind of moving into current day but Mm -hmm. uh, my dad's mom was also very special to me uh, and I always felt and knew that she loved me Mm -hmm. right Um, she I just didn't have to do anything to earn her love one of the things that stands out with my father's parents is they paid us for grades So uh, when I was going through school, you know, you got A's and you got B's Mm -hmm. uh, and well, C's and D's and F's, I guess. But I worked really hard to get all A's because they paid um, like maybe I can't remember the exact amount, but I think a dollar for every. A, you got a you dollar, and then a B-plus was 75 cents, a B was 50 cents, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, but man, we thought we were big time, uh, so they really rewarded us for working and mm-hmm. studying and getting really good grades. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have her hutch uh, in my dining room, uh, and that's where this book is from my other grandmother. And things like that really mean a lot to me mm-hmm. uh, because, th- again, it goes back to that soul tie. It goes back to that person Mm-hmm. That is more important than the hutch and more mm-hmm. important than the book, mm-hmm. uh, but those those represent to me um, amazing people who made me who I am, uh-huh. uh, and and I love that. And I think coming up into my current world, um, and I know we left off with my husband last time. Sam. But, you know Sam, my husband, and we've been married since '95. We just celebrated 28 years in October. And he is the epitome of the unconditional love of Christ and the way he loves me really gave me a good dose of the love of God. Mm -hmm. I was able, I think through the heritage and these people that we're talking about, I was able to see Christ in them, but I always felt like I had to work for God's Mm -hmm. love somehow. It it translated that it was about me and I had to work for it. Uh And if I didn't work hard enough, then he would somehow not be pleased with me. Uh Uh, but after I met my husband Sam, uh, and he, we married, and you know, just the way he loved me, he loved me because he chose to.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right? I didn't have to look pretty or be a certain size or wear anything special. He just chose to love me every day, and God was able to take that tie, that soul tie that I have with my husband, to make my tie to him even stronger mm-hmm. because I was able to see that every day God loves me Mm -hmm. he chooses to love me because that is who he is Mm -mm. I don't have to do anything for his love I just have to surrender to it
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: when I surrender to it man the gospel just begins to be so much bigger because I didn't change the way I lived but instead of working to earn love I then began Working because I was loved. Yeah, Um, instead
0: of working toward it, you worked from it. I worked from it, Uh and
1: uh, I love that. And Mm -hmm. I've so Sam, you know, springboarded me into a greater understanding of something that's been important to me my whole life, which has been the gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am very, very grateful for my marriage to him and the way he
0: loves me. Absolutely, yes, and gosh, the fruit of y'all's marriage. Um, lives on through all that both of you do, your children, you know, you both are big workaholics, and <laughs> Sam loving you unconditionally, just just because he wants to is one thing, but to the radio audience that can't see you, you are pretty, you are smart, and you are easy to love from an outside perspective you know but you also take that big heart on the inside of you and i know if he were sitting here he would talk about how easy it is to love you right um so you two are married and you have two children yep we married in 95 and then
1: we had our daughter um in 98 Uh, We had uh, a baby girl that we Mm -hmm. desperately prayed for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sam and I struggled uh, to get pregnant Mm. and um, never really fully understood why. There was no reason that was discovered as to why we couldn't. Uh, But I will never forget um, a moment in the altar at Jefferson Avenue Church of God uh, and, you know, just. Really in a desperate place saying, oh, God, I need you to help me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, after that moment in the altar, I think we got pregnant a month later. Wow. uh, And we had uh, our baby girl, Mackenzie. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, And... Uh, Mackenzie uh, is um, amazing. She changed her life. You know, children change your life. <laughs> yes,
0: they do. Um,
1: we ran into some complications with her. She was born with a genetic disorder called Williams Syndrome.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: it was a fluke. It wasn't anything that was kind of passed down genetically. Mm-hmm. It just kind of began with her. Um, and children with Williams Syndrome are very social mm-hmm. and very loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and That's they, her. Yep. So she loves she loves people she loves good parties and food and she loves so church Mama. and jesus yes um so we did have Mackenzie, and you know talking about soul ties of mm-hmm. course that's i'm in a parent role and I'm, i love my my child that god blessed me with mm-hmm. one thing that Mackenzie has taught me um, has been the power of trust hmm. you know through Mackenzie's complications you know, she had. Um, she was born not just with a genetic disorder, but she had a cleft palate. the 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 top of her mouth was missing. Hmm. She didn't have a cleft lips. She had a cleft palate. Mm-hmm. Um, she, so we had to go through a surgery when she was like eighteen months old, which was a painful surgery. Um, and then she had open heart surgery at mm-hmm. like five or six. Mm-hmm. And then she had to have like maybe seven major back surgeries because she had severe scoliosis, where her spine wasn't just. Uh, curved but it was twisting Mm -hmm. so they had to stabilize it really early before she had grown to her her, the height that she was going to be so they would have to go in and lengthen what's called these harrington rods uh in her back Mm -hmm. and she went through some very very painful long surgeries and i just remember when um she was in these painful places and as a parent, being able to join her, I could talk her into doing just about anything, mm-hmm. right? I would say, Mackenzie, we got to do this really hard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to let this, let them put a tube down your throat. Mm-hmm. We got, we can do this. We can do this. Mm-hmm. Or, Mackenzie, you've just had major surgery. We got to get up and walk because they want you to get up and walk. And she just never really fought me on that. She uh-huh. just trusted uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. She trusted that I knew what was best. Mm-hmm. And um, she surrendered to that. And she, oh, man, she was a trooper. She's a fighter. She's a warrior um, because she's gotten through so many complications.
0: Wow. She is all of those things. We were in your all's lives for, I think, maybe the last Surgery on her back. Um, I remember you guys leaving town to have it done and everything. Maybe a heart surgery as well. But she is extraordinary, uh, extraordinarily social. Um, I love her so much. I I light up when I see her, and she lights up a little bit when she sees me. It's just a she's happy to see people, you know. Uh, and I love her little Facebook post now. Anybody have a prayer need? Yes. You know, that is just incredible. Um, your your story about praying for her and being at the altar reminded me of the story of Hannah mm-hmm. in the Bible. And that was quite a special uh, story. And Hannah became pregnant as well. Um. Isn't it funny how, because I too have had um, special needs children, I hate to really title them that way, but having to really journey with them through some difficult things and trying to prepare them for stuff like that uh, has always been so heart-wrenching at times. But their level of trust, you know there's fear, but you don't see it as much or i didn't as much as you see the trust and what giants they are Mm -hmm. i mean we've learned so much through justin sean too but justin went through so much more than sean physically speaking and um the resilience of mackenzie and justin has always been almost unfathomable to me at times the strength and the resiliency and the bouncing back the way they have just uh, really is a definition to um, their strength and their fortitude you know
1: yeah and it again is a testament of going back to soul ties Mm -hmm. right we prayed for her we've walked with her we've been there for her and you and rich with justin Mm -hmm. as well uh and and the importance you know we're talking about um you know children with special needs and i'm using the uh the term now abled differently instead of disabled Mm -hmm. they're abled differently Mm -hmm. um and we've we've experienced that um But uh, let me think. Where was I headed with that?
0: Um, We were talking about their resilience and their strength to trust us the way they did to go through some of the difficult things that they did. Yes, and I was
1: linking it back to our soul ties. Uh You know, active listening. You Uh did so good there. Um, (laughs) You know, linking it back to soul ties. So we – uh, in their challenge in their physical challenges have been there for them mm-hmm. right and this reminds me so much of what we get to do every day in our mm-hmm. office as therapists is we I, we work from an attachment based model mm-hmm. uh, where you know, It says that secure attachment, when you have secure attachment with healthy others, Mm -hmm. your resiliency and your ability to overcome is greater. Yes. Right, so it goes back to those soul ties, everything that we're talking about, whether it's through physical challenge or just naturally growing up and becoming an adult Mm -hmm. and getting married and being loved, the soul ties that you have and the people that show up for you Mm
0: -hmm. help you grow and become and be who you are. Yes, through the challenges that we face, they are what makes us stronger and uh make life more bearable when they come and partner alongside of us um i love i love all of this we've got to talk about one that will probably be my absolute favorite subject we've got to talk about evan
1: (laughs) we've got to talk about evan (laughs) yes my little son my little baby boy right little Um, yes uh,
0: maybe at one time at
1: one time he was very little yeah, Evan came along in 2004. Um, <laughs> wow. Evan's world has been the epitome of what you would want life to be. That That's looking at it from my angle as a mom. Uh, it, it it didn't, we had no complications in getting pregnant with him. He, I had a perfect pregnancy mm-hmm. with him. My water broke with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the hospital. I had him. He developed normally and naturally and when you have a child who whose development was not within those normal Mm -hmm. developmental stages Mm -hmm. you know when you have a child that develops normally it's a big deal Mm -hmm. right I always say that if you have a child that has no complications it is a big deal Um, and so having Evan and watching him just naturally breeze through the stages of development you know uh, rolling over, crawling, walking, talking, running. Um, it was just, it's been beautiful. And we've uh, Sam and I have been able to join with him in a passion for baseball. Mm-hmm. Evan started playing baseball very early, somewhere around five. I don't know if it was four or five or six, but it was one of those ages. Uh, he started in t-ball. And we've been playing baseball ever since.
0: Wow. Yes, and he still is playing baseball, He's, right?
1: playing collegiate baseball now at Mm -hmm. kentucky christian university Mm -hmm. Uh, and this is his last year to play baseball
0: wow how many baseballs do you have at home angie's made a what would you call it a baseball like a baseball wall trophy
1: yes it's a baseball wall um I, I wish I could tell you the number. I'll have to come back and do another show. And we'll have to talk about how many baseballs I have. But um, any kind of special baseball that Evan would get, whether he got the game ball and tee ball or whether he had a no-hitter. He was uh, he was a pitcher at one point. Um, and so if he had a no-hitter, any kind of special baseball. Uh, but my favorite baseballs are the home run balls. Yes. Uh, and we have a lot of home run balls wow. from Little League um up until you know now uh hoping to get a lot this upcoming season
0: yes he'll play uh the same as he's doing now through summer next year he'll um i think season usually goes you know right around february
1: um march april-ish you know maybe into may
0: so he'll be finished with baseball when he wraps up college
1: yeah because he'll be graduating in may wow
0: so what else is he doing next summer Evan is also getting married next summer (laughs) in July. And he tells us about uh, his fiance. They grew up together, right? Yeah. I have this wonderful um,
1: lady. um, Hmm. I don't know. Calling her lady doesn't seem like the right word to use here, but a a daughter, right? Yes. a daughter in law. Her name is Hannah. Uh-huh. Uh, and Hannah has been a part of our world since she's been born. She was born in September, and Evan was born in October. And our uh, we were friends with her parents and we attended Jefferson Avenue Church of God together uh, and we've just been a part of their world. They've been a part of our world. Hannah would come over. Uh, she would spend the night with Evan. They were best friends. Uh, he, if she was going to go like to um, an amusement park uh, and she could take a friend, she would always choose Evan and so he would travel with them and, wow. and go do things. So they've been, we have so many pictures of Evan and Hannah as they were growing up.
0: Isn't that something though that they've been connected, very very early on? I didn't realize he was getting an older woman though. Yeah, yeah. What? What'd you say? September? Yeah, she was. She was she's about. She's about two Six months. weeks? Okay. Or yeah, you know, about six, eight. Yeah. Six wow. Weeks. Yeah, their uh, high school graduation pictures. I just absolutely loved them, and they're. You know, baseball cleats or tennis shoes, cause she played softball as well, right? She played softball as well, but
1: you know, kind of going back to soul ties, like Evan and Hannah, you know, were born to be connected as friends, mm-hmm. and for a long time, um, Hannah really looked at Evan as her best friend. Sure, uh, and her, and this goes back to soul ties. So Hannah's mom. Her name is Beth. Um, Beth would always talk about, you know, he's so cute or you're going to marry him one day. She would always call Evan her son-in-law. Oh, wow. You know, so even in like birthday cards, things like that, she uh, would always reference Evan as, um, and I thought he was always super cute too. Uh, Me too. Um, But she would always reference him as son-in-law. And Hannah uh, was not quite sure about that he was her best friend uh-huh, uh-huh. and kind of more like a brother yes. so at some points in her life it would be like ah no mom uh-huh. like that is gross uh-huh. like he's like my brother yes. um and she was pretty firm on that uh, until he really grew up and uh, <laughs> he's dreamy he's got that dark yes. curly black hair and yes. brown eyes my favorite Yes. um and about junior year uh-huh. you know so they would do homecoming together and as friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that but I think it was around junior year and she could correct me if, if, if that's wrong if she listens to this but junior year when they were taking pictures and I was always the picture taker because mm-hmm. I love still pictures still are yes yes um, you could just see the way she looked at him changed mm-hmm. and from that time on they've moved from friends and best friends into now dating um, and going to be husband and wife
0: That that is um, a relationship that I would think would be just a very natural flow of who they are. And those soul ties and best friend uh, for years will take them, I would think, into a wonderful, wonderful relationship. marriage relationship i don't want to end the show without talking about the soul ties between sam and evan they hunt together the baseball stuff these two guys you know father and son are um, pretty close in their own right aren't they
1: yeah sam as a wonderful of a husband he is mm-hmm. Uh, He is um, an even more (laughs) dynamic dad. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Sam, of course, that ability to be able to love and and pour into someone. Uh, And he loves both of our children. He loves Mackenzie and he loves Evan. Evan and him have been able to, you know, really do a lot of activity together. Uh Uh, I would say more so around baseball. I mean, they Mm. do hunt, uh, but it's... We work a lot, as you said, so we don't always make time for um, recreational activity as much as we should, but we always make time for baseball. Uh Uh-huh. Sam was his coach. Sam taught him. I can remember them being out in the yard and he would throw baseballs to him as a little, little, little kid. And he would always, one of some of the things that Evan, that we remember Evan saying, one of them was, did I do good, Dad? Did I do good, Dad? And he was, he always worked so hard and Sam was right there to help him learn the proper technique and how to hit a baseball and how to catch a baseball and you know, what to, what positions to play, mm-hmm. um, and did I do good, Dad? Mm-hmm. He, and, of course, he did good, and yes. Sam would always give that, again, that soul tie between a, a father and a mm-hmm. son and being able to pour into
0: him and say, yes, son, you did good. You did good. You still do good. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm sure that he'll be able to say that a lot more as – He grows into the different developmental stages of his life. That'll be a, boy, that's another thing you could get digitally for him, you know, and pin that on something as a gift. What a gift of life he's given. You both have given both of the kids. I've appreciated being able to share, not only today in the studio, but I get to share. Uh, your life and and there's many things about our lives over the years that we've shared that have become very sacred um to me so thanks for sharing you with me today
1: yeah it's been an honor thank you for loving me and wanting to know those things and having a soul tie with me
0: yeah it's it's an amazing friendship isn't it Yeah. Thanks.
1: You're so welcome. Love you. you. I love you, too.
0: Thanks, audience, for listening in. We love you guys, too.
1: As we change the world,